Good morning, Patriots. And it's Tuesday, September 19th in the year 2023. And it is Bards Fest week and everybody's migrating, getting ready. And I'm sitting here sipping a fine, delicious, scrumptious cup of Bards blend. That's right. It's going to be announced at Bards Fest. You betcha. We're going to have some samples. You're going to get to try it. It's going to go on sale one October. And we'll get all news coming on that. It's going to be the great debut of the greatest coffee blend in America because it's going to be a Bard's blend. That's why. Patriots, before we get going this morning, one thing that's evidently clear is we have psychopaths in our government that want to turn and burn everything down. So get yourself an EMP shield. It's going to protect your cars, your electronics, your house. You don't know what these crazy folks are going to do. And in this time, sometimes you're like, oh, I don't want to do this. You need to do this because we really don't know what they're going to do. These are crazy people. Insane, in fact. Psychopaths. The psychopaths do psychopathic things. I mean, come on, let's face it. And so they're going to want to probably burn this down as it gets closer and closer to the truth. And remember, the truth is what? They're all pedophile elites. So head on over to EMPShield.com, EMPShield.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, the best promo code on the web. Also, the best brand of coffee on the web, on the world, probably, but we'll see. Anyway, BARDS is your promo code. Use your promo code, you're going to get $50 off, and you're going to get free shipping. Can't beat it, fantastic product. They have it for your ATV, your vehicle. They have it for your house. They have it for your ham base station, your solar arrays, your RVs. It got the whole thing. American-made, American-tested, where it really counts, I should say, and it's good. So check it out, empshield.com, empshield.com. Use your promo code BARGE. You will not be disappointed. Patriots, we live in Insaneville. That's what I want to tell you, Insaneville. And so I want you to just hear this. This is about AI. This doesn't get crazier than this. Take a listen. Dan Altman, the CEO of OpenAI. Have you seen pictures of him? Can't remember what he looks like now. Well, he's always walking around with a blue backpack. Okay. You know what that backpack is meant for? Making it easier so you can use your arms? Nope. He has that blue backpack, and it's called a nuclear backpack, which if OpenAI, ChatGBT, broke it out of its <gasps> system, it would remotely detonate all the data centers. It's a kill switch yeah. if this AI goes rogue. What happens if Sam Altman... Or gets mugged. But yeah, is that not terrifying? <laughs> That's crazy. You think you would also just not say that, yeah. right? Because yeah. like it seems like a pretty valuable thing to yeah. have. That's nuts. This seems like a Band-Aid solution. There yeah. needs to be like at least three more backpacks. At least double that many. It needs to be at least three times bigger than this. We need at least three more people with backpacks. <laughs> what is this? A school for ants? I just, it sounded like Zoolander. I did, I did it on purpose. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, don't worry. AI is here in your life to help you. There's no worry, to be, no reason to be concerned. It's just here to help you and strip away your humanity. I'm telling you, this is insane, literally. This AI thing that's going on, it's, getting, it's infecting every bit of our lives. So this is part of the zoo that they're creating. I'm honestly getting to the point and believing this, that what we're witnessing now is we have retarded humans that are running the world. And I, and I don't say that lightly. They are retarded humans. They're, they're over the course of being inbred. They have literally lost their cognitive abilities and they think they're elites when in fact they have descended closer to planet of the apes. And in the process, there is this thing, AI, that has coaxed them. It's all demonic anyway. And they're like, oh good, we can do this thing with AI. And pretty soon the AI is just going to be like wiping them out and it's going to be the master controller of the earth. This can't happen. This is going to be like Terminator here pretty quick. Ooh, awful. Don't want it. Don't want anything to do with it. 
And I see there's some people driving. Hey, if you're driving today, God bless you. Prayers for you. We'll put some prayers up here in a minute, but be safe. Be safe. Be focused above all. And if you're listening to Bards, honk your horn and scream out the window, we love Bards Nation. And then everybody will know what you're doing. And it's all good. And that's that's what we need to do. I could just imagine this procession of vehicles moving through the across the country, honking their horns and screaming Bards Nation. It's really pretty good. It's it. Someone just wrote it. Bards Fest or bust. Absolutely. Yeehaw. Let's get her done, baby. That's good. All right. So take a listen to this from Tucker Carlson about Venezuela. Argentina, the incentives are now so perversely inverted that many people decide it's not worth working. They can make more money sitting home idle. Sometimes we don't work because it's cheaper not to work than to work. Why is it cheaper not to work? Because you have to have, you have to pay a lot of taxes to the people and the unions and those sort of things that are very, very expensive. So, it's, we, we, so sometimes we prefer not to work. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Is that common here? Yes, yeah, it's common. What's remarkable is that's just fine with the current Argentine government and with the Western media and NGOs that prop it up and relentlessly defend it. So they attack anyone who challenges the way things are currently done. Not surprisingly, they especially hate Javier Millet. Millet is an economist who's running for president here in the election next month, and the polls show he's winning. Millet's main observation is that things in Argentina are not working. Socialist monetary policy hasn't made people happy and secure. It's wrecked pretty much everything. Yeah, that would be what's happening here everywhere. And by the way, if you're one of those liberals out there that thinks that this is a good idea, here's what I'd like to encourage you to do. Please come to Bards Fest, discover what real America is, and by the time you leave, the demons will be shaken out of you, and you will be reborn in the body of Christ. I guarantee it, it's not going to be any joke when I say it. We're going to find you, we're going to pray for you, and when you're done, hallelujah, you'll be changed and transformed, and America will be set back on the right course which puts Christ at our center, which has to be. But patriots, in all truth, the socialist agenda is exactly what they're trying to do. They're trying to get to this new reset where you'll know nothing, do nothing, dream of nothing, eat nothing, and eventually wither away. They want you to be a slave to the system. And unfortunately, the way that Argentine system is working and the example it gives the world is exactly that. You will become worthless. Argent- I'm sorry, Venezuela. I said Argentina, Venezuela. Venezuela. Venezuela, let me tell you, used to be a booming country, prosperous, people doing great jobs. Even my grandfather was working down there at some point. It was great. Now it's a literal socialist crap hole is what it is. And it's just an outcome of this sort of thinking that somehow the government can't take care of you. This idea that somehow the government can't take care of you is the greatest lie ever. That is literally like right out of textbook master play of the father of lies. Because once you get there and you start to believe that, you give away everything. You know that. We all know that. It's just like this bit with New York right now. They're rolling out the vaccine, the new one. That's right. There is a new one. It's a new one. It's coming out by Pfizer and Moderna. Don't worry. It's new. It's brand new. It's not like the old one. You don't. It's not a booster, so don't take it. It means you need a new one. Why? Because there's a new variant. Where is it? We haven't seen it, but it's coming. Trust me. And so you need to get a new shot. That's right. That's right. And everybody, not just not just you, but six months old children need to. That's what they're telling us. That's what the governor is telling us up there in New York, that six month old babies need to get this. And so don't be left in that dark space, as she says, to wandering in the world, wondering what you did wrong. Take the injection. Take it now. Do it. Do it. (laughs) 
if you believe that crap, I've got some really great swampland down near Tucson that we can, I'm sure we can sell you. It's gorgeous. It's wonderful. It's got Bigfoot in it too. Don't worry. All right, Patriots. It is 11 minutes after the hour. That's 611. That's the armor of God. If you're on the Pacific time, let's kick it. We got some prayers to do. Patriots, here we go. Father God, we just want to thank you for this day, and we're just totally energized. This is like the day of bringing in the assembly of the army into Bards, into Flemingsburg to assemble the army of Christ, to raise, to raise our hands in the name of the Lord and to praise Jesus and to expand the kingdom in each and every step. Father, today we have a lot of people that are literally just driving, praying. We're, we've got a whole assembly of people that are in migration to Flemingsburg. So, Father, we just ask today and extend a powerful hedge of protection around each and every one, each car, each person, each family that's on the move. And for those that are there, we pray for a powerful hedge of protection around them to raise them up in the kingdom, to protect them as they drive, to keep the power of the Holy Spirit rolling within them, to lift them up, to inspire them, to excite them, to and bring the hearts of Jesus into the light. Father, today we are praying as well for all of those that are out here listening and all of those that are part participating in Bart's Fest by distance. And we, our prayer is this, and we really want you to hear this. You're part of us. Just because you can't be in Bart's Fest does not mean you're not part of the family of Bar's Nation. In fact, you're an important and critical part no matter where you are. So join us in the prayers. Join us in the event. That's why we stream it. And this is an event where you can enjoy and be part of the greater family as we reach across the world. This is the blessing, Father, you've given us in an amazing way. An amazing way we have a reach and a distribution that literally reaches across the world, all around, about 120 countries worth. And so, Father, we're definitely blessed and humbled by all of that as we just reflect on the, bo on the body of the church, the real church, just awakening within the hearts of the many. Father, we just ask for an inspiration in that way, to, to inspire the hearts of Christ, to raise up in this hour, to speak Jesus into the world, to, to declare amen in our lives, to praise you, to be sing hallelujah, and to literally open up the skies and the heavens to the glory of all that you are. Father, this time we have a cabal, an evil cabal. They are a pedophile elite. They are disgusting. They are vile. They deserve a one-way ticket to the lake of fire. They deserve to be bound in the chains, the most severe chains that heaven can make. They roam with demons, which we are going to cast out and continue to cast out. These people, Father, are trying to, again, speak boldly, speak nothing, speak nothing into the world as they try their words on that people's ears who are now given ears to hear. So, Father, we pray for that continued expansion of the awakening and the, and the discernment on each person that the seeds of, Bards, of the Bard's nation can continue to inspire others to see clearly, to understand that these tools that the enemy uses are all based on a warfare of the mind, to, so, to inspire people to put on their helmet of salvation, to protect and defend against this evil words, wordsmithing that they do, the spell casting that they do, and to be intentional about our acts and what we say and speak. Father, our words matter. Our words are the power of life and death. So let us be powered and minded every time we speak to understand that the mightiness of the Holy Spirit rolls across our tongue and into this world. And so, Father, as we speak these words today, let that also be uplifting to the hearts of the many to understand that the enemy that we face has nothing when you strip away their power of word of spell casting and the nonsense of believing in what they say. For we are greater than they 
mightier in, in they in this world. For you are our Father. You are the one God, the true God, the God of hosts. And before this world, we stand and commit ourselves as the children of the Most High to literally walk in the authorities given to us by Jesus. And in the blood of Jesus, we declare that this world shall be set free. Amen. Father, we are standing against the strongholds, and we are now praying against the fortresses and strongholds in the spiritual realm, breaking them down, freeing those that are entrapped to release them into this world with a mind open to hear, with eyes to see, and ears to hear. And so, Father, with that, we also pray for the, for the assembly of these people, that those that are now wandering in the desert, to be able to find their way to those of the true heart of Christ, to be inspired by Jesus to be inspired by the gospel, to understand that through the gospel it is the way, the way to raise and lift and to guide us forward in a most mighty time and a most mighty hour. Father, as we pray into this, we're praying for not just the Bards nation, but we're praying for our nations as a whole, nations across the world, nations to rise and wake up, nations to put their eyes upon you, nations to bow before our king, nations to be humbled, to speak truth, to speak the truth of their hearts and seek repentance for the sins and to be reborn in Jesus, to rise up and to be mighty in this fight. Father, this is an hour in which is an our hour, not the enemy's hour. As we look across and scan across the various news and things that are going on, we start to realize that the enemy's narratives are breaking down. The excitement of what they were doing to try to manipulate minds is failing. There's a shortage of things that they can talk about. Increasingly, their circle of control it shrinks. Increasingly, the dialogue in which they can speak falls, and it gets smaller and smaller. This is the great power of the, of the Holy Spirit wrapping around and circulating and squeezing them down until literally they squeak like little mice, and they have nothing to say. For Father, we are praying again against any of this word cast spell casting that's being done. We break those spells and bonds. We cast them out, and we, and we declare over this nation and nations across the world the awakening of discernment within the mind to be able to literally hear the words for what they are. They're nothing. They have no power. They have no energy. They have nothing other than to try to enslave us by our free will. Set us free. And so we pray into that as we strike into the realms of the Spirit to break the fortresses, cast out the demons, and sever the ties for those that are walking on this earth in the flesh. We free them, we free the people, we free the children, and now we rise in a mighty army to pray against this and continue to push against this evil. Let evil be put on notice, for the children of the Most High are awake and moving. We're on mighty army in the name of Jesus and our, our one God, true God, the God of hosts, that now stands mightily at the precipice to say, you shall move no more. For we are now pushing you back and back into the lake of fire where you deserve to live there for eternity and to be bound into it the words, Jesus is Lord. And that is how we shall cast you out of this world and this domain. This domain. Father, we are blessed with all that you give. We pray for the continued safe travel of all those in Bard's nation to raise them up, to excite the hearts, to motivate the people, to lift up this mighty group. We pray for those that are coming for the various reasons and may they all come and receive all that they can with the power of the Holy Spirit. May this time be a blessed time, no matter where you are, local to Flemingsburg or distance by, by the internet. May you be connected and may we all be connected truly to the power and love of Jesus. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Patriots, I'm telling you, this is a straight up statement right here. You give me a cup of Bard's Brew in the morning, whew, look out. I'm going to light up the fires of heaven and, and build that rock of faith in a mighty way. It's coming.
It's coming. Hey, you know, there's a, a piece here that we probably should take a look at. And this is the uh, more of the ridiculousness of our world. And it really is. It's We have an insane, insane world we're dealing with. And quite unbelievable, actually. Take a listen to this story coming out of Capitol Hill on Biden's uh, eco-retards that wanted to prove electric cars were a good thing. Take a listen. Take a listen to this comical story told by Senator Joni Ernst about a road trip taken by the Secretary of Energy. Hey, folks, you can't make this stuff up. Okay, just recently, Secretary of Energy Granholm went out on a four-day road trip in her electric vehicle to draw attention to the billions of dollars that the Greenies in the White House are pouring into their electric vehicle fantasy. So let's talk a little bit about this road trip. The predictable problem that they had on the road trip, there were not enough EV chargers. Okay, so again, you can't make this stuff up. So what did Granholm's staff do? They got in their gas-powered car and they sped ahead to get in line to save spots with their gas-powered vehicle at those electric chargers. And it was so bad in one location because the gas-powered car was blocking all of the other electric vehicles that had to charge. It was a really hot day. A family actually called the police on them. They had a baby in their car that was crying, again, really hot day. And here's a gas-powered car, Granholm staff, trying to save them a spot so they could just slip in line and get their EV charged. Okay, so folks, if the Biden administration can't make it from Charlotte to Memphis without an incident, then how do we expect that all of our non-tactical military fleet is going to get transitioned by the year 2030 without having big issues. Okay, so let's think about that. This greeny push out there for those electric vehicles, it is not realistic. We are living in an absurd world in the Joe Biden administration. So let's call it what it is, folks. It is a road to nowhere. So I'd just like to uh, answer her question of how we get our military moving. Hang on just a second. Oh, we've got a ring and ring a ring a ring going on here. Just want to answer that question of where it is that we could get our... Hold on a second. We just need to answer that question. And my phone is ringing. I'm going to have to shut down this little signal thing here. You know, you think you have everything blocked, and then all of a sudden, bam, and the popular time hits you. It... it it's the moment. Everybody hear that ring? I think that was God calling is what I think it was. I'll have, to, I'll have to call him back. It's like, Jesus, sorry I couldn't take it. I was in the middle of a show. We'll call you right back. That's it. That's good. So if, if the, if the answer to the military question of how do we get our enemy or how do we move our military, it, it's been known long, long ago. It's a song we all know, in fact. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. This is the military we're going to have. We're going to have a bunch of Vikings with transgender colors on them.
without weenies that are going to sit there taking their their transition dr- transition drugs complaining about the calluses on their hands and the blisters because they're rowing a boat a little tiny boat down the the, the thing so somebody just i just saw something up here um okay so anyway it's all good this is the the world that we live in a crazy world insane world that uh our, our Biden administration is absolutely trying to fab- fabricate for the future. Remember, you will own nothing. You shall rent everything. You shall eat the bugs. You shall eat the plants. And you shall be happy. With the other caveats that you shall own no more than three pair of clothes. And that you shall work hard. And that you will get one square of toilet paper per day. And that in the meantime, you shall be happy. No showers either for you. No showers. Because you need to have a zero carbon footprint. So if you are going to keep yourself clean, roll in the dirt. <laughs> you know what? I, 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 I am going back to something my brother said years ago. We were joking. And the problem is it's so true. He says, you know, this is years and years ago. He says, you know something? He goes, I'm going to be a fashion designer when I grow up. I go, what are you talking about? He goes, I'm going to design a dress. He says, it's going to be a potato sack with no arms, and I'm going to sell it, and I'm going to put a hole in the top of it and have people wear it. And it was funny then. The problem is it's reality now. You literally could sell it as part of the green agenda. Hey, folks, we're going to zero carbon footprint. Uh, You're closed now. You're going to wear a dress. Really? Yeah. Everyone's going to wear a dress. It's going to be kind of a short dress. No undies, just a dress. Everybody's going to wear the same thing. It's a potato sack. A potato sack with a hole in the head, and oh, how do I do my arms? You don't. When you eat, you're going to have to lift it up and eat and then squirt it on down. There you go. They would buy this stuff. This is the insanity. So if you're one of these people out here, God bless you, that, that thinks that the world is falling apart because of this, because of the environmental impact of human beings, that there's global warming creeping up on you, that the world is going to end tomorrow, that you want to go glue your hand to the middle of the concrete area in the middle of a freeway to stop traffic because you think that that's going to help global warming. Not sure how, but anyway. That wants to throw paint on, on oil paintings because somehow the fact that they did an oil painting 500 years ago is now causing the environment to, to get warm. Or those of you that want to eat bugs because you believe that when a cow farts, it causes global warming, buy a potato sack. Put a hole in it, put it over your head, take off your undies, walk barefoot, and go into the woods and roam and do great things for the earth. I'll tell you, this is unbelievable. We, this, is, this is like mass insanity is what this is. It's an unbelievable moment in human history that we could actually fall and descend to a place this dumb. Could you imagine, truly imagine being Father God and looking at down and going, <laughs> I mean, I, I think I would laugh if I was God. I'd be like, you've got to be kidding me. I gave them the inheritance, the opportunity for the inheritance of the universe. And they think that they're going to get there by wearing potato sacks and eating bugs. Um, what happened? And you could just see the whole staff of angels going like, uh, sir, but we really can't explain this one. It's like, neither can I. Like, what do we need? We already did the flood. What's next? Um, sir, volcanoes. Okay. Volcanoes on deck. Let's go. Oh my goodness gracious. This is the world we are in. Mm. 
<laughs> it is. Mm, I'll tell you, Bard's Brew. That's what you want in the morning. It lights you up. It's got the Holy Spirit in it. It fires you up and gets you going. It is a wonderful drink, and you're going to love it when he hits. October 1st is when we'll start the orders. You won't want to miss it. It's glorious. It's powerful. It's blessed. So is this week. Patriots, keep safe driving out there. Prayers up for everybody that's on the move. Stay focused, serious. There's a lot of crazies out there. Don't be victimized by that. We want everybody to arrive safe, have a beautiful time, and go home safe. So prayers up, drive safe, don't rush. That's the big thing. Bars Fest is there for three days. If you're running a little bit behind, we love you all the same. Jesus loves you all the same. Just stay safe. That's the biggest thing. Stay safe. All right, Patriots. Great week ahead. Great stuff ahead. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, you have a blessed and amazing day. Walk with Jesus. Praise God on all that we have. We're going to be back this evening as we wind to get closer and closer to the festival site. And tomorrow, by the way, tomorrow, we're going to be doing some live casting to open up the, it'll be like pregame tomorrow, live casting from Bard's site, from the Bard's Fest site, and might even get a chance to put some of the Bard's folks on the air. It's going to be pretty cool. This will be full game on pregame. Have a blessed day. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. 
because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 